or bringing the attention once again just to this moment's texture, its tone, how the body feels, how the mind feels. before being swept along by streams of thought or trying to do something with our meditation. Just notice, what is it that we're working with? What's here? In the body, in the mind? How are we? Recollecting there's no wrong place to start. So whether we're comfortable or uncomfortable, hot or, or cool, energetic, weary, inspired, depressed, or neutral. The most important thing is just to be aware of what our starting point is. this body, this mind, and to work with, with it from there. This feeling of weight, this feeling of comfort or discomfort, a mood of elation or anxiety. This is what we start with, just this ordinary body, this ordinary mind. drawing the attention inward and feeling the presence of our spine. And inviting the spine, our backbone, just to, to grow and stretch to its full, comfortable extension. Encouraging a quality of alertness, attentiveness. of the body relax and soften settle around that allowing the body to be completely free from tension stable settled
And the mind's natural inclination is to drift, isn't it? Drifting towards chatter, agitation, busyness, creating the past and the future, commentating on the present. Or drifting into dullness, early afternoon, full stomach, warm room, easy to drift into sleepiness. So to counteract that drift, the most helpful thing is to create a, a way of focusing the attention here in the present moment. We use some kind of perception as a marker, a reference point for this present. This is the, the means, the most accessible means whereby we can notice that kind of drifting. By having a clear and distinct marker to focus the attention on, as the drift happens, as we start to doze and the mind switches off, then we notice we've lost track of the, of the object. Or if the mind starts to chatter and wander, distracted by memories and expectations, we can notice we've drifted away from the object. How many things can serve that purpose? to be such a marker for our attention. We can use the, the natural rhythm of the breath, the inhalation and exhalation as a direct and easy reference point. We're not trying to change the breath at all, make anything special out of it, just using its natural rhythm it's natural cycles, long or short, deep or shallow. Just letting that rhythm be at the very center of attention. Creating that cluster of feelings as a reference point. Placing that at the center of attention just as if it were here, the, the center the heart of a mandala or the calyx of a flower. Just placing that at the very center of things. And then when you find the mind has drifted and wandered, dozed off or gone off chattering, whatever it might be that the mind has grabbed hold of, regardless of its seeming importance, gently Firmly, let go, release it, relinquish it. Let go and then come back to the center, come back to the feeling of the breath once again.
no matter how interesting the sound might be, hammering, sawing, running, no matter how interesting the the thoughts might be, remembering last week, planning tomorrow, even figuring out the some aspect of the teachings. Whatever it might be, just for this period of time, it's not something that we're interested in. Consciously, deliberately, just let it go. Release it. Relinquish it. Let the out-breath carry it away. And with the next, the next in-breath, re-establish attention. Steadiness, firmness of focus.
as we follow the feeling of the breath entering and leaving the body we can perceive or hold this in, in different ways but essentially the breath is a pattern of feeling a constellation of feeling of sensations that's known here within our own awareness as you let the attention rest upon the breath see if you can envision it or imagine it just as a a beam of light swinging back and forth in the in the space of the mind as if it was say a, a beam from a, a flashlight shining through the mist it's a beam swinging left swinging right Swinging left, swinging right. So we see the form of the breath, we feel that. But we can observe it, feel its presence with the space of the mind all around it. So just as a beam of light has a shape and a form, but it's not solid not tactile see if you can perceive observe the presence of the breath with the space of the mind permeating it surrounding it is the breath flowing in flowing out swinging this way, swinging that way but around it is the space of the mind permeating it is the space of the mind it has its form, its pattern, its textures but there's its context the space that it moves in So however you, you find the, the image of this, the feeling of this taking shape, there's no right or wrong form, but see if you can feel, perceive the breath in this way, just like a beam of light, a bar of light, swinging this way, swinging that way, here within the space of this mind. So we're staying with the changing texture, the patterns of feeling of the breath, the inhalation, the exhalation, but developing a sense of the space that it moves in, the space around it.
feeling the breath as this transparent, weightless form coming and going, oscillating here within the space of our awareness. Don't try to think about it too much. Make any commentary. Just stay with the feeling and perception as fully and as completely as possible. That's feeling this movement of the breath. The space within it. The space around it just like a a beam of light. There is its form, the textures of the in-breath, the out-breath, and the changes between the two. We're just letting that form be transparent, weightless, just like light, like a beam of light. In particular, feeling the space around that, noticing the the broad open space of awareness that the breath moves within. This pattern of light, this beam of light swinging back and forth within this great open space of our awareness. You might find you particularly notice the spaciousness at the turning points of the breath, at the end of the exhalation. Notice how spacious it feels. The end of the inhalation. Again, in that pause, in that moment of stopping of the breath. Notice that quality of spaciousness. And see how that spaciousness is not interrupted or occluded in any way when the cycle of the breath begins again. The basic space, the intrinsic space of the mind is not obstructed or occluded by any of the objects that appear within it. It's like the feeling of the breath. Transparent, weightless. There's form, but no substance. So we begin to discern the basic stillness and timeless, spacious quality of awareness that the object of the breath, the pattern of the breath, moves within.
Now see if you can just let the attention rest on the very spaciousness itself. Letting the breath be transparent. Focusing on that quality of stillness itself. feeling of spaciousness, stillness that is the, the ground of experience. Allowing the breath to be less of a concern Focusing on that still, silent, spacious quality within which the, the patterns of the breath or the patterns of sound or feeling take shape and dissolve. Just letting the attention rest in the knowing of that spacious, open quality. Letting the forms come and go, do their thing completely transparent, devoid of substance, empty. The sound, the feeling, the patterns of the breath, just let them all come and go while you attend to the still, silent, spacious quality behind the sound permeating the sound, behind the forms, around the forms, permeating all the forms. Let yourself just relax into the knowing of that spacious quality. Being that knowingness. Letting all the forms take shape, dissolve. It's like patterns of light. Totally transparent. Unburdening.
the um, the one of the reasons I wanted to um, uh, present that guided meditation in that way is because of uh, following up on a, a theme that we touched on yesterday afternoon. We had a session yesterday um, looking at uh, particularly at the meditation on the the sound of silence, the nada sound, and um, the discussion in the afternoon moved on to the uh, the question of what's called becoming in Buddhist jargon, that uh, the uh, the habit of the mind tying itself uh, onto the the uh, getting onto the next thing, tying itself to uh, having, being, doing that doingness, that gettingness, that uh, beingness, that uh, can be such a, a subtle but pervasive presence, a habit of me doing something, particularly me doing the meditation and, uh, and such like. So I thought that would be helpful to look at this afternoon to try and explore that a bit. And why I thought this, this meditation is, is a, a helpful entry point to that um, is because we, um, we tie the mind to the realm of activity of um, uh, things that we're doing, even things like breathing, that is just an automatic function of the body. Um, but uh, Ajahn Chah used to say that, that the mind is like still flowing water. Okay, so, you know, do you know what still water is like? People say, yeah, it's kind of obvious. And, and, and then he'd say, well, do you know what flowing water is like? Say, yeah, that's, that's also familiar. So did you ever see still flowing water? Of course, get this. What? And it's a peculiar expression. He said, that's what the mind is like. It's like still flowing water because there's the flowing, like just in this exercise, seeing the flowing of the breath. It, the, the breath is, is moving, but that which knows the breath is not moving anywhere. There's a spaciousness, a stillness, a, an aspect of our being which is outside of space and time that is uh, aware and awake. So, so this is what the mind is like, that uh, we are um, experiencing this, this blend of, of qualities, the, the realm of activity, of sound and light and form and thought and feeling, mood, the, the flowing, coming and going and changing. But then there's also the quality of stillness. And if we, we live our life totally fixed on all of the, the changing and flowing stuff, successes, failures, gains, losses, coming and going, etc., and that's our entire value system, then we, we miss the quality of peace, the quality of stillness, the quality of silence and spaciousness. It's always here, but we miss it because we're so busy with all of the doings and gettings and beings and getting away from and so on. Does that make sense? So, um, this, this kind of exercise is a, 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 a helpful way of recognizing, oh yeah, there's the movement of the breath, but then there's the spaciousness around that, permeating that. And that that way of seeing the emptiness of forms, it's not as though that the breath has to go away, or we're not hearing the sound of the hammering or sawing or the feet running past. The sound is still there, the feeling of the breath is still there. But uh, to be able to, to recognize that that feeling or that perception does not occlude or does not interrupt, does not stain uh, or um, 
diminish the, the basic spaciousness that's already there. Is that making sense? Yeah. So this is a, a very helpful, significant insight to develop and how, like I was saying yesterday, I was quoting one of the, the teachings that Nibbana is the cessation of becoming. Nibbana is the cessation of becoming. So when the heart lets go of all of the, 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 the births and deaths, all the becomings, then it's possible to know Nibbana. A cessation of that, it doesn't mean to say that the breath stops or the, <laughs> the world stops turning or people stop running past the shrinam, but it means there's a, a, a non-entanglement with it, there's a, an abandonment of that, a letting go of that, a non-identification with it. So uh, this is a, a, little, a way of entering into that, that area, exploring that area. So I thought similarly with the walking meditation, we'll have a period of, of walking now, and so during the, uh, the period of walking, as I was suggesting yesterday, with those of you who are here yesterday, um, find a, a stretch of ground to, to walk on, um, 20, 25 paces long. And you can walk at a, an ordinary average uh, pace. You don't have to walk in slow motion. In fact, it's, it's better for this particular exercise if you just walk in an, an average pace. You don't walk in slow motion. <laughs> just letting the body move, just like letting the breath move without interfering with its, its flow. Just letting the body walk back and forth, going to and fro, um, but just as you, maybe during the course of meditation, you've got a sense of how, yeah, the breath can be moving, but there's also this stillness that penetrates that, that permeates that. So similarly, to see if as the body's walking, you can find that, that quality of, of, uh, of awareness whereby, yes, there's the body moving, but there's this, uh, the, that which knows the body is not going anywhere. There's a spaciousness and a stillness along with the quality of movement. Because you might think, well, yeah, but if you've got your eyes closed and, and you're looking at your breath, that's one thing. But, you know, walking up and down, that's, what, that's real movement. <laughs> right? But it's just the same, isn't it? You know, the breath coming in and going out, or the hand moving back and forth, or the body walking up and down. It's still just patterns of nature changing. Right? You've got a bit more of a colorful backdrop. It's not just sort of the, the back of your eyelids being black. <laughs> but uh, it's essentially the same thing. And so we find that even as the body's walking, you can find uh, uh, there are moments when we can find that quality of, uh, of silence within the sound, spaciousness within the, the forms, stillness within the movement. And uh, so as you're, as you're walking back and forth, um, let's use the, the, the feeling of the, the feet as, a, uh, you know, to, as something to, to focus upon. But see if you can recognize that or, or discover, find that quality of, of, uh, of stillness. See that quality of, um, of spaciousness within which those patterns of change are happening. Is that clear enough? Yeah, okay. So it's about uh, quarter past two now. So um, walk for about three quarters of an hour. So maybe if the bell can be rung at... Three? Okay.